0: Medical disclaimer, the advice that I'm sharing is based on my years of experience as a licensed massage therapist. The advice and information given are intended for educational and informational purposes only. While the advice and information provided may be useful to those with and without specific health conditions, the information provided is not intended to be a substitute for medical treatment. Please consult your medical care provider before acting on any information presented here. Thank you. Who are you calling holistic? Ashiana. Hi, welcome to Who You Callin Holistic. Hi, thank you. Happy to be here. Wait, I haven't even invited you yet. Um, I'm inviting everybody else to the show again, not you just yet. We'll get to you in a second. Um, Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who You Callin Holistic. (laughs) As you notice, I have a guest with me today, Um, Kayla. Welcome, Kayla. Hi, nah, happy to be here. Um, So... I'm just, I'm just going to get straight to it. Um, we're here to talk about astral sex today. Um, yeah. Um, I didn't. Okay. Let's, let's rewind though. Cause I got to start somewhere. Um, so this time last year uh, people were going into lockdown and you know, what do you do when you have all the time in the world? And, you're, no, it wasn't masturbate. That wasn't my response to it. Um, but I had a lot of time to meditate and like practice meditation. And uh, I got really good at it. And then I started meditating and feeling like my my spirit was leaving my body. And I was like, that's interesting. And then one time I was on my couch and uh, I went to the floaty space, as I call it, which is like astral projection, like your spirit leaving your body, more or less. And um, then, then I, um, I, was, I was thinking I was having an orgasm and I wasn't sure about it. And um, I, I may or may not have had one and was very confused because my hands weren't in any place but the side of my body. Um, I was just on the couch. The TV wasn't on. I was just listening to some nice music. And I was I was confused about it, and um, so I went to Googling, and apparently it's a thing. And um, these aren't things that we were, these aren't things we were taught in school, um, not in college either. And I'm not sure who shares these things, so I wanted to share because <laughs> maybe other people are out here having astral sex. And then um, I remember there was one day I was talking to you, Kayla, about it. And uh, you'd also been meditating a lot recently or at that time. And um, you also had similar stories. So uh, you care to share some of those stories or that one that one in particular that you told me about that time?
1: Well, and I'd like to say this story is probably up there with my top five <laughs> of ridiculousness. So I have many and I'm, you know the others, but... Yeah. Astral sex. Let's see. So instead of meditating and going to a floaty space, a lot of my um, interactions or experiences with it have happened in a dream state. And um, it always usually ends with me being sexually frustrated afterwards. Uh, Every time I was not really able to get there to where I wanted to get. And sometimes it just was just a surprising event where I would consciously be aware within a dream of what was going on. And in this particular time that you're referring to, I had a penis in my mouth. So it starts a, a, a bit more, I'm hoping that it started a bit more romantically. I think it started more romantically than that. Um, you think? I'm pretty sure, hey, this was a while ago. This was a dream. This was COVID. There was a lot going on in the mind space. (laughs) And and frankly, I was taking anything I could get at that time. So um, me and this individual, for some reason, I couldn't tell you who it was, but on a soul and spiritual level, (laughs) I was very much aware that there was a kinship between me and this person um my spirit knew him I don't know who he was exactly but it got hot and heavy and um flipped around just all of a sudden a dicks in my mouth and it wasn't (laughs) it wasn't like it wasn't like uh um a shocking revelation <laughs> I clearly wanted to do it so it wasn't like I was like oh you know like where is this going bro you know no I, I knew what was happening I knew it was there um and it was very um fiery experience it was almost like my entire body was on fire. And whoever this person is, the connection is out of this world. I don't know. Like, the sexual attraction was there. I don't know. And um, you remember his face? The, no. You never saw his no, face? There was no face because the minute I tried to turn around and see who it was, he left. <laughs> Energetically peaced out and left me hanging. And then... <laughs> And then I guess some of my vision came back into that dream state and I was just like stuck in a room um, without without the man, the fireplace going. There was a fireplace (laughs) going. I could tell there was a fireplace and a carpet. And um, yeah, the minute I tried to turn and see who he was, he vanished. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like this whole experience was just, you know, a couple of minutes with a penis in my mouth. But I honestly felt every part of it, (laughs) just the experience. Like you were there. It felt like you were there. It was like, I was there. It was like, I was physically there. And I could still um, feel that coming out of that state when I woke up in the morning. And um, that's just one of the, one of the instances, but there has been like other times where um, it wasn't astral sex the embodiment of it completely, but there has been times where I would feel another person or, you know, feel someone behind me, hugging me from behind or, um,
0: in so your dreams,
1: in my dreams and, and in that mid-level state, um, uh, of like being awake and not awake. So that mid, mid state of like the- trance. Yeah. Like a trance, like before you go into REM sleep or something like that, mm-hmm. I would feel someone there and that was happening a lot during this time right after COVID when we were all isolated and in our heads, in our minds a lot. So, um, astral sex is real. It's very real. Um, it may even surprise you. Um, I I hope it isn't that again, and I could actually enjoy it in its fullness, but, um, it was definitely an experience. I must say.
0: I didn't even know that, I mean, I guess it's not like we're really taught in school that women have like wet dreams essentially, but, um, like I was, I was napping at the time of my incident. So I was like, what is this, what is happening? Um, but yeah, like women's sexuality gets shushed at, at school. So even like, yeah, it took me Googling. Like, do people go into trance like meditation and climax like what what do you even Google for that like
1: you, I, I can't think even exactly that, that. <laughs> I think you google exactly that I think you look up meditations <laughs> for orgasms
0: that's not but yeah. that wasn't the goal like that's not what I like went to YouTube with.
1: It was just like yeah. well, clearly universe guided you there for a reason. Oh, and yeah. I, I think it wanted you to see that there are so many possibilities open for us ladies. Like men don't even know (laughs) like how useless they can truly be.
0: (laughs) But this is what like, really, like I knew orgasms for women were more mental anyway, but after this I was definitely like, um, you can do that with your mind. You can make yourself have an orgasm with your mind.
1: Mind is such a powerful muscle and organ. And um, it truly is a guidance system. So, I mean, I don't doubt that it it, it is completely possible to have Mm -hmm. multiple orgasms in a meditative state and in astral projection and in the, the dream state. Um, it was, it's kind of crazy. It definitely is out of the norm, but you really don't know the experience until you actually experience it. And, um, and you're kind of left without a paddle there. You're kind of like, what? <laughs>
0: what? Have you had another seen. one happen like that? Because somebody was asking me like, oh, you know, did you, did you go back to meditation right after that? And I was like, yeah, of course I went back to meditation after that. But like, has it happened again? No, because now it's like a, a secret expectation. And you're not right. supposed to have
1: expectations during meditation. Right, right. And you can't just drop in an astral sex. You can't just like drop into the hole and say, I think I'm gonna have astral sex today. It doesn't happen that no, way. It's like no. it literally is a surprise gift-ish. <laughs> so you <laughs> like haven't had like, another
0: one since that that time. Uh, let me think. I haven't like and I've even like I gone into meditation, like, um, just in case.
1: That's okay. No, I don't think I have. I I did have the kind of connectivity with other with other energies and feeling people there, but I have not had that astral projection sex You haven't had penetration. Again, yeah. Got it. Yeah, I've had a lot of teasing, that's for sure. And it just seems like that's where my dreams want to go is just a big old tease, but. wonder what so about you. It's definitely uh, fun to. I've owed all of this to the public <laughs> no pressure, no pressure or anything. Glad you here to share um this is the first but, time I've actually shared something like but
0: you know, oh well, thank you, no, but this is like it it took last year for me to understand that something like this was what possible? Should I say the word possible? um, so just like the power of the mind. Like if because there's women out there that can't even have orgasms. So if you can have one on accident in your dreams, like anything is possible.
1: Anything is possible. And if you haven't had an orgasm yet, tragedy, but you can still like accomplish it, especially through astral sex and um meditations. There are there are videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Too.
0: There's, there's also there. hypnosis. <laughs>
1: yeah yep. yes and hypnosis and there are I, I believe there are practitioners or a sexual therapists who walk people through you know releasing certain things and opening certain chakras and um, avenues in the body for women to reach you know that sexual height
0: but there really are um if you google or not google if you go on YouTube you can look up like hypnosis for orgasm that's a real thing like oh I don't think I've it. tried that Have well you? I'm just I'm just letting you know I'm just letting you know it's a thing and it works just oh, out there so um yeah maybe that's that's gonna be your little project later I guess um so yeah, I don't see
1: why not we are still kind of still in COVID
0: so. we yeah it's still a good time to meditate so still um,
1: a good time to meditate.
0: yeah I'm curious it's if a- have really. if anybody YouTubes that though. i um, curious to hear the results. You know, if you're open to hypnosis, there's actually like classes you can take to learn self-hypnosis as well. Um, so then you could probably hypnotize yourself to do, you know, all kinds of things. So see where I'm going with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I sure do. <laughs> well, thank you for, uh, for sharing your story. Oh, you're
1: very welcome. Um, (laughs) Happy to share, and happy to see if there are other women who you know have had the same experience, and men, men as well. Mm -hmm. Go both ways. Go both ways.
0: Yeah, it's definitely
1: very unique.
0: It's definitely a unique experience, Um, but it is like, could you imagine having these experiences without the internet before? Like, how? Who do you talk to?
1: Nobody really. I think you just, uh, you wake up and get dressed as usual about your day and chalk it up as an experience experience that happened in his past.
0: Right. Cause I mean, I guess you can't, I mean, maybe you could go to the library. I don't know, but thank God for the internet.
1: I believe people probably put it in the category of just a regular sex dream, (laughs) but you know, these things are different when you can feel it and consciously aware that it's happening Mm -hmm. like you feel it physically Mm -hmm. and there are sex dreams but you know no this is different this is definitely different different so
0: but Mm -hmm. yeah um will you enjoy your evening thank you You um, i'm stopping recording so uh yeah astral astral sex and astral projection um more things that I didn't anticipate talking about in my life. Like I don't know what people have in their minds for what they're going to do when they grow up or who they're going to be or what conversations they're going to have, but astral sex was not one on my radar. Um so yeah, but speaking of astral projection, have you guys seen Behind Her Eyes um on Netflix? Because if you haven't, Actually, one of my friends reached out to me and was like, um, check out behind her eyes because I think you talk about this stuff. And yeah, one of the characters can astral travel and see things. Um, I, I'm i not that skilled just yet. Um, And by the way this show is put together, you guys will probably be freaked the fuck out if slash when I do develop that ability. I probably won't share that I can do it when I learn it. However... Um, interesting show, to say the least. And um, there's actually been studies of, of people that can actually travel and do remote viewing. And the government has even hired, you know, these psychics and mediums that have this ability to find the locations of, you know, I don't know, I want to say terrorists, but wanted people or um, what have you. So don't sleep on these skills. And they're not very mainstream, but they are out there. Um, and it's bizarre that it took me having an out-of-body experience on the couch, uh, to learn about these things. However, again, you learn what you learn when you learn it. (laughs) Um, so the closest, I mean, besides that experience, I've had other traveling experiences, um, but I never necessarily remember where I went, um, I I feel like my spirit has left my, b- my body sometimes in a meditation, and I feel like I'm kind of flying, but I don't always remember what it looks like when I'm flying. I just feel like I'm up in the air is the best way to describe it. Um, but the next closest incident that I had was actually doing um, Joe Dispenza's meditations that I'm always like pushing his supernatural book, and I like to call it the floaty space, which is... Uh, scientific terminology, you could call it the quantum field, um, which is just kind of this, it's, it's, they say it's the place that you can, you can do quantum leaps, you can make miracles happen, you can manifest the things that you desire. Um, But I call that the the floaty space. Um, When I do Reiki, I feel like it takes people into the floaty space, like it's this, not quite here on earth, but not quite Anywhere else, well, it is somewhere else. It's not of the earth, is the best way to describe it. Um, But the floaty space, that's what I call it. So, Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditations have taken me there. Um, His blessing of the energy centers, you can get that on his website. Um, But there's other ones on YouTube um, that'll take you there that you can also meditate to. I want to say theta waves that kind of take you into this trance like meditation space. Um, but the thing with these out-of-body experiences is it's not scary like sleep paralysis. <laughs> um, but there is like this almost, you get in this relaxed state. And I think the best time that I've done it, because you can do it different times a day. Um, but in the morning when, say, like you set your alarm for a little earlier than you would have waken up. And then you're in that weird, like, that weird, almost asleep, not quite awake, that space, that's when I've had my more astral projection experiences. Um, And it's like I'm laying there, and then you just kind of feel your your body vibrating, not the orgasm kind, but like you just feel your body vibrating and shifting, and then it just gets lighter. And then as long as you're not like fighting it, (laughs) which I have done in the past, and then it was like, Right after I was doing that and I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. Then my body was like, just kidding. We're not going to go. We're not going to go travel. Um, but when I was able to actually, you know, surrender to that control and say, you know what, let me let me check it out. I I went somewhere. Couldn't tell you where. The floaty space. That's all I can describe it as. Um, and when I have traveled like that, like in my sleep sleep, it seems that people have told People have told me that I was in their dreams, like, I don't know, mentoring them or something. I was flying in somebody's dream as an alien around one of those times that I was astral traveling. Um, I'm sorry, I was a a naked alien with like a, what's the stick thing called that, what's his name has from Harry Potter? Um, A staff. Yeah, like a, I guess I was a wise, uh, parkour shaman type of person in her dream. But anyway... Yeah. So I feel like when I am traveling, I must be traveling in people's dreams, too, because they see me when when I'm not here. (laughs) So there is uh, lots of truth to that show behind her eyes. Um, It does make me wonder about some other people that know how to do things because have they been doing this and not sharing it with people? Have they like swapped a body or something that they didn't they didn't get permission to swap with? I have not. I can guarantee you that I have no plans to. Um, I like the body I'm in. But uh, yeah, it does does make me question some things. So definitely check out Joe Dispenza's meditations um, for the floaty space. Also transcendental meditations. Um, I've really been into those lately. And they take me to the floaty space in a different way. Um, They just, they like empty out your mind completely, almost to like a you try and think of something and nothing will come to your mind. And it's interesting to be able to completely, you know, empty your mind and think of nothing at all. It's a, an unusual place to be in because you know, usually you still have a couple racing thoughts here and there. Uh, But to not think of anything, not even like what your next thought might be. Interesting place to be. So transcendental meditations, you can also find those on YouTube. I think some people just have difficulty with meditation because they think that the thoughts are just supposed like they're just supposed to stop and they're not you they're still gonna pass through um I've had the experience where like you know day one, I had thoughts racing through my head by day fourteen. it was like, oh, all the thoughts have shut up. yay, I have reached a new level of meditation mastery, and then day fifteen, all the thoughts are racing through my head again, so they <laughs> There's no real pattern or structure. Like, every practice is going to be different. But I think the thing to take from it is to just not have the expectations going in each time. Because for sure, every time I would try to meditate after that, you already know. You already know I was trying to get to the floaty space again and have that. But it didn't happen because I had that expectation, of course. Um, So I'll probably have an accidental one in the future, likely, um, universe, if you're listening. But... Not to have expectations. The piece of meditation that people forget to connect is that control. Um, You're not supposed to have control in a meditation. Uh, You could say, you know, you can be in control of being present, but that is about it. The thoughts that are going through your head, um, the sensations that you're feeling, you're not in control of those. The point is to acknowledge that they are all there. They are all present at the time. But just by being in your own mind and in that instance, that presence, that's the only thing you can be in control of is being present. You cannot control anything outside of being present. (laughs) And the more you can master that, the better the life is going to be for you because you're not in control of the shit outside of you. Like, as much as it would it'd be nice to be sometimes, especially, you know, when you're driving and everybody, especially if you're in a hurry, and, of course, you're getting all the red lights and everybody in front of you is a dickhead and they don't know what they're doing all of a sudden, it'd be nice if you could be in control of that. But you can only be in control of you.
1: That sounds like some shit Shiana says. Well,
0: how do I get in control of me, you ask? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Um... It's the shit that you don't you don't think to do that just seems like it doesn't it's not going to do anything but it actually does do things like writing shit down <laughs> that you wish to manifest, ideas and goals that you wish to make happen. You have to write them down. That's step one. Well, that's not step one. That is one of the steps in in gaining control. Uh gratitude is also a big part of that. Um But yeah, writing the shit down, whatever it does, it's magical, it works. And you got to be very specific, but you got to write the shit down. And if you don't believe in what you're writing down, then you need to rewrite what you're putting out there. Like, if you can't resonate with the words that you are putting on paper, then how are you going to believe you (laughs) with the dreams that you wish to manifest? So, you know, maybe if it seems out of reach when you're writing it, make the words phrased a little different. So it seems a little more within your reach. Um, And I even put a video out there recently that said, you know, if you keep saying thinking, like, I'm thinking about doing this, I'm thinking about doing this, it you don't believe you. (laughs) How is anybody else going to believe you if you don't believe you? So that's, again, part of like gaining this control of yourself, of your life, of your desires, you have to believe in it. Or nobody else. The universe, God, and nobody outside of you. So to gain control, write that shit down. This also seems like a great time to share this this program that I'm doing, the lighthearted program that I've been talking about. Um, only I'd say that this is about control, but the lighthearted program is more so about relinquishing control. Which, me, Capricorn, the one that needs to know what is happening at all times. <laughs> um... That was something hard for me to do, relinquishing control. And the more like if you think about, you know, swimming upstream and and floating downstream, if you are in, you know, the Grand Rapids trying to go against the current, you're not going to get anywhere but under the water. And that is all about relinquishing control. The more you just flow with it, the safer you're going to be at the end and you're probably not going to be at the bottom of the river. My guess anyway. Um, so yeah, Lighthearted is a four-week four, pro- four week program. The first week, will it's basically we're working on each chakra. So the first week will be root chakra stuff. That includes a spiritual bath. The second week will be sacral chakra, which is creativity and pleasure. Uh, the third week will be solar plexus, which is, you know, empowerment. And um, it's technically like your digestive system and stuff. So Brooke of Browtopia will be Assisting with facial reflexology and, and helping you learn how to reset the nervous system. And then week four is cacao meditation. And I started doing cacao meditations last year. My friend, Michalina, actually introduced me to those. And cacao is a heart opener. So, again, you know, I've, I've commented that I got a green couch to help me with opening my heart. But because um, greens is associated with the heart chakra. But cacao meditation heart opener. And, um, I read recently that some people have some psychoactive effects. With I haven't had that experience. Maybe I need to have more cacao or something, but, um, it is indeed a heart opener and highly recommend those meditations. It's a whole ceremonial thing. Um, I usually use affirmations in there. I actually thank the cacao plant, all of that. It's, it's, it's a nice place to be in with cacao. And, um, it's also good for vascular health. So there's that. But if you're interested, you can reach out to me at heal at shiana.com. Go to heal, H-E-A-L, at shiana.com. Um, I'm also still offering Reiki classes here and there. If you can't make one of my group classes, I'm now offering a one-on-one Reiki class experience, uh, which is going to be a little more intimate setting. You're probably going to learn a little more than you would in a group class. Um, so you can also reach out to me regarding those. And I will be rolling out soon some moon offerings. So I'll be doing Reiki around the moons, um, Reiki shares around the new moon. And those are open to other Reiki practitioners. Those are going to be open to people that don't practice Reiki, but they can also participate in the Reiki share to get the benefits. And um, then full moon Reiki offerings will be Reiki meditations. So look out for those. Um, I'll have those listed in the near future. And um, next up on the show will be Zakia talking about spiritual baths, um, which I mentioned, you know, she's part of my four-week program because she's sending spiritual baths out to people for releasing and purging what no longer serves. Um, so I'm happy that she's a part of my program. It's going to be really nice. And it's open to men too. Just feel the need to put that out there. You don't have to be a woman to to get in touch with yourself. Um, I think y'all want to pretend that you do sometimes. But yeah, I'd love to have more men learning about these things, especially Reiki, because you can do self-treatments. Uh, so yeah, reach out to me if you are interested. Go to heal at Shiana.com. I realized over this past weekend, I was actually... <laughs> I was actually with Mario and Luigi. If you don't know who those are, then you need to go back and listen to episode three. But I was with Mario and Luigi over the past weekend, and it dawned on me just how much like inner work I had done over, I wanted to say the last two years, but it's really the last three years. Like, I've done therapy, like, you know, in-person therapy, um, myofascial release, repatterning, acupuncture, (laughs) the cacao meditations, um, and If you're not familiar with myofascial release, that's like addressing trauma within your tissues. So that's a whole nother level of therapy that I wasn't even familiar with before. Um, What else? Just a bunch of shadow work. If you want to use that generic term for, you know, to cover it all. I've done a lot of shadow work over the last three years. And last year, especially when everything was shut down, like I already lived alone and I was already like, you know, in here with my thoughts enough. (laughs) But wait, there's more. Um, so all of the pandemic, like, I probably didn't lose my mind because I had practice already in my mind. (laughs) So basically the program is incorporating a lot of the practices that I used over the last few years of my work and, um, sharing it with, with the other groups so that they can use them in their own toolkit. So I am very excited to bring those, those tools forward, um, because they have progressed, me into a much lighter being. Um, And I joke about this glow that but I I really do have like a nice little glow. Let me not even say little, I have a nice glow. And it's not just from Reiki, it's because I've done a shit ton of work. And I am proud of it. So if I can share that with other people, then I would love to do so. So you can reach out to me if you are interested. um, And we can go from there. There's still merchandise available on Shiana.com if you wish to check that out. And uh, yeah, I hope, you know, I always say meditate and hydrate, but I hope today's episode for sure gave you some motivation to get a little little more inspiration for your meditation practice because you might just surprise yourself with it one day, you know, you don't know what's going to come out of it. So uh, give it a try uh, take care and, uh, hydrate, but definitely, definitely meditate this time. Okay. I'll catch you next time.
1: Bye.